Broadcasting down on the bayou, it's The Average Marks, a podcast featuring two average Joe wrestling fans talking about the business they love and so much more. And now, here's Ryan Keith and Patrick Fry. And welcome to episode 29 of The Average Marks Podcast. Man, we got a lot of stuff going on today, Patrick. Not only do we have the podcast, we are streaming live on YouTube at this very moment. It's our first time to be streaming on YouTube off of our Patreon page. It's now a public type thing we're doing now. Mm-hmm. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I brought these headphones in in hopes that I don't know. Maybe you're chucking would, them, huh? Yeah, I don't know. It's not that those. That it's not that the you know the equipment's not working. I don't, I don't think these headphones were made for this particular situation here. But nonetheless, it is Memorial Day. It's a great day. Uh, everybody has the day off here in America. At least most people do. We do too from our real jobs. But the people at Starbucks didn't. Yeah, I got my Starbucks here, ready to rock and roll. Talk a little bit of wrestling. So uh-huh. what? Uh, what better day than you know your day off to come in here talk a little bit of pro wrestling? So looking uh, ahead, though, you know, it's towards the end of month of May coming up, got a lot of stuff going on in June. So we're gonna dive into all that stuff going on in June. This is the Average Marks episode twenty nine for May the twenty eighth. 2018. We're going to talk about the agreement that Fox reached with uh, SmackDown. Uh, that news broke after we recorded the podcast last week, so we didn't get to talk about that. We'll t- dive into that. Also, uh, All In. It seems like we're talking about it week in and week out now. New stuff being added, obviously, every uh, week. Uh, possible title versus title mm-hmm. uh, at All In. Also, you know, what's the update as far as the streaming goes? I, you know, A lot of people are asking... Where is the show going to stream? Well, we have an update from Cody Rhodes. Also, best of the Super Juniors going on right now. We'll dive into that, give you the standings. That's still about, that's about halfway through right now. And then that leads into the New Japan Pro Wrestling Dominion on June 9th. What a card uh, they have there. We'll talk about that. And then, of course, a week later, you have NXT TakeOver Chicago, Money in the Bank. Then the UK Tournament. That'll nice. be on the WWE Network June 18th and the 19th. I'm really looking forward to that. That should be really, really interesting. And then you have something in the rumor mill yes. uh, that we'll dive into as mm-hmm. well. So like I said, the Average Marks episode number 29 for May 28th, 2018. Right. Central Hub, where to find us. Mar- uh, I almost said Mark Almania. AverageMarks.com. You can find out every single podcasting platform we're on. Pretty much if you consume it there, we're on it. But we're talking to you iTunes users right now. If you if you listen to us on iTunes, make sure you leave us a comment and a rating because that will help us uh, get suggested to other iTunes users and really get the ball moving on the Average Marks on iTunes. Also, follow us on Twitter at the Average Marks, And you can watch us every time here on YouTube from now on. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're going to have a better setup as time goes along. And if you want to help get the show to a... uh, a, What's the word that I'm looking for? Not better level. I'm going to say another... If you want to help us, yeah, if you want to help us take it up a notch on our production, you can definitely become a Patreon supporter. You can find that link at uh, averagemarks.com. Um, big shout out to our Patreon supporter right now, Cruz. Yep. We appreciate him. We got Cruz a- listening live via Discord right now and uh, joining the conversation with us. We've been talking before we came on, obviously, about the best of the Super Juniors, uh, what's happening with All In, mm-hmm. Dominion coming up. So, of course, we're going to continue to dive into that as the podcast uh, progresses here. Right. And all the money that we get from Patreon, we put it back into the show, whether that be sponsoring ads on social media or buying new equipment. 
Cruz helped us uh, here recently buy a new mic that we're going to be uh, using next week during our live broadcast. So really cool. Thanks, Cruz. If you want to help the show, we appreciate it. If not, keep listening, and maybe one day you will. All right. Well, the big story this past week in professional wrestling, Fox reached an agreement Holy cow. With SmackDown Live. Mm-hmm. This story actually broke uh, exactly about a week ago, last Monday, on ESPN actually broke the story. It was uh, Darren Ravel. WWE has agreed in principle to make Fox the new home of SmackDown Live after the network came to WWE with what sources described as a massive offer. The Hollywood Reporter reports that the five-year deal has a total value of more than $1 billion. Sources said also the deal will begin in October 2019, so about a little less than a year and a half away before they uh, start broadcasting SmackDown on Fox. Um, You know, what a deal for SmackDown Live, because for years now, Monday Night Raw has been the flagship station of WWE, or flagship show of WWE, and now... You have SmackDown Live, which arguably right now is the better brand as far as you know the 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 wrestlers, the storylines, the it just every aspect. SmackDown to me is has overtaken Raw. You know they use the term the A show and the B show, and now whether you think SmackDown is the A or the B show, come October 2019, they're gonna have to be the A show. Now, I know between now and then we're going to have at least one more superstar shakeup. Obviously, after WrestleMania 35 next year, there will be another superstar shakeup. So, a lot of people are talking about since SmackDown is on Fox. Now, I don't know if Raw has signed some deal with a network yet. I'm not sure if they have. I know there was talks, obviously, of Fox doing it with Raw, but it looks like they're going to do it with SmackDown. So, will Raw also go to the Fox networks? Will Raw stay on USA? We don't. I'm not exactly sure. I have to look into it a little bit more. I do, as of right now, I don't think there's a a for sure plan for Monday Night Raw. But you know, based on what we know so far, you're gonna be on Fox. You're gonna reach the audience. You're gonna reach is gonna be so much greater than the audience that you are reaching right now. And people are talking about. All right. So does that mean they're gonna take some? You know, like a, a Roman Reigns, a Braun Strowman. Seth Rollins moved these guys to SmackDown and put all the top guys on SmackDown to get the ratings for SmackDown, which I think the ratings are already going to be better. And then you already have guys on SmackDown, AJ Styles. You have Daniel Bryan. You have, uh, I'm just trying to think of some names off the top of my head here. Uh, for some reason, I'm drawing a blank. But, uh, you know, you got Jeff Hardy, the U.S. champion. Uh, you got Rusev Day, which is right now mm-hmm. arguably one of the most over things. In a WWE, you got Shane who steps into the ring from time to time. He, he's not, you know, bad. And then, uh, of course, you got Paige running the show over there. And yeah. I, I, I know this is a family show, but let me just say, Paige as Raw General Manager, she so she shows uh, lots of cleavage, <laughs> and I'm a. Uh, Perfectly okay with that. That's one of the best things. Oh, yeah, of course, Naka, you got Nakamura, too. I don't know why I, I was drawing a blank on, on Nakamura. So you have, you know, a great slew of talent on SmackDown already. Uh, it's a shame. I say it's a shame. A lot of people may disagree. It's a shame it's only two hours. Or at least it's a shame that they have to stop right at 9 o'clock Central Time, our time. Uh, whereas, you know, Monday Night Raw, even back when Monday Night Raw was two hours, sometimes they would go 5, 10, sometimes 15 minutes over, um, which makes it seem like, you know, things are less rushed on the show. Right. But nonetheless, and there was also talks on if, 
SmackDown would go to three hours. I don't think it will. I'm not sure Fox would allow a three-hour show on any given night. I think the consensus right now is that it would be from pretty much 8 to 10 p.m. Central Time, so that would be 9 to 11 Eastern. Um, So I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see. There's obviously a lot of things to work out between now and then. Um, And then Raw, not sure what's going to happen with Raw. It will be broadcast somewhere. Where it'll be broadcast, I'm not sure yet. But right now, just big ups to SmackDown for uh, getting this deal. And uh, there was a bunch of com- there was a comment on Reddit that made me laugh when they announced this deal. They said basically the uh, the elevator music at the WWE headquarters has now been changed to Shane McMahon's theme song. <laughs> now, I mean, if you think about it, they bought it for one billion dollars. They think they can make four to five times more on the show. So I can maybe see it going three hours. I mean, if they're thinking they're going to make that much money on the show, why wouldn't they do another hour so they can pay, uh, so they can get more advertisers in there? Now, it, does that story say what? Because there's been a lot of speculation. What channel they're actually going to be on? Is it Fox? Is it FS1? I'm pretty sure it's going to be on Fox. Then they're going to show a replay on FS1. Okay, if it's on Fox, then yeah, that's huge because oh, not, not only will people get that if they have you know, your cable packages or whatnot, but people can get that on the antenna as well. Mm-hmm. So the the viewership is going to be absolutely massive for SmackDown. And you're right. If it if they get the main Fox channel, they're now the A-show. Oh, absolutely. Hands down. Uh, it also depends on if Raw will also get a Fox contract. Or I don't know how, you know, I don't know how it could work. Like, let's say, okay, SmackDown obviously is going to Fox. What if NBC picks up you know, Raw, or what if like a, a competing network against Fox picks up Raw? See, that, I don't, th- I don't think they'll let that happen because the guy that's running the sports department at Fox, that dude is a honey badger, mm-hmm. and he said a long time ago when he started getting all the all the ESPN talent and everything for their uh, FS1, FS2 channels and their radio network, he was like, "Look, I consider this like a sports team, and I am out to acquire the best talent." in the sports industry and bring them the Fox. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure when their deal runs out with the USA, nobody's going to be able to compete with the money that Fox is going to be able to give them for Raw. Absolutely. So definitely a big news for SmackDown. As oh, my goodness. Big news for the McMahons. Yeah, Payday, well, son. It, well, the, the stock price absolutely skyrocketed. It was at around 40. I say skyrocketed. It went up because... You know, I keep an eye on the stocks from yeah. time to time. WWE was floating around $40 per stock or per share. And when that deal was announced, it shot up within a day. I think it went up probably, or within a couple of days, maybe like $10, $15 a share. Mm-hmm. So they're at about $58 now. And a little over a week ago, they were at about 40 So That's really it's, strong. It's almost increased by about 50%, which is huge. And you know what... what I guess blows my mind about their stock is you think their stock would be like a poor man's stock because about 12 years ago, there was a study. I don't know. I'm pretty sure they've done new ones since then, but this is the one that I can refer to about 12 years ago. There was a study on the average income of a WWE watcher or audience or whatever like that. Mm-hmm. The, the median income was like $30,000. So you think the people that are most likely buying WWE stock are fans. Yeah. Like, split this stock so people can start buying it. Split it, and then the people that already had it 
That's a huge payday. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I don't know. But, yeah, so SmackDown will be going to Fox October of 2019. So uh, big news there. Of course, obviously, a lot more uh, that, you know, a lot more to come with uh, that story as we still have about a year and a half before it actually does go there. So uh, really interested to see the moves. That That's going to be the interesting thing, really. When we look forward to next year, the Superstar Shakeup, who moves to SmackDown? And to because obviously now between now and then, also Raw, you know, could sign a deal with Fox as well. So that'll that'll change the whole dynamic of it. But of course, you know, plenty of time to see what happens there. Yeah. Now Marcus on YouTube said, "Did you guys say mark out?" Yeah, we did. Uh, we were mark out mania before we were the average marks, and it's it's pretty hard to let go because yeah. we were mark out mania for what twenty six episodes about no, about twenty four twenty five episodes. Yeah. So it was, you know that. That's uh, that's every week. So well, and there was like two weeks I think we missed. So that's that's a we were so from like November to about March. Yeah, about five months of saying mark out mania. So yeah. uh, definitely uh, became a thing of habit. Yeah, but that definitely won't be on the podcast. We're gonna edit that out, Marcus. <laughs> the power of uh, you know, the power of the post edit. Yes, absolutely. So next story we're gonna dive into here. Is uh, all in. Obviously, the big all in show September first. It seems like every week there's something new to talk about, which I'm cool with that because you know you still have to come up with matches, stipulation. What, what's yep. gonna you know? Right now, there's only one match that is for certain at all in, and it's Cody versus Nick Aldis for the NWA World Title. And the funny thing about it is, um, we had a tweet from let's see, all in here. Earlier this week, and if I can pull it up here, here we go. It was actually the NWA that tweeted this out, but All In retweeted it. Uh, breaking from London at Ring of Honor, hashtag Honor United. Rick, uh, Nick Aldis agrees to defend the NWA World's Heavyweight title at All In under one condition. If Cody wins the Ring of Honor World title, both men will be hashtag All In, title versus title, September the 1st. And Cody will have that title shot on... June 29th mm-hmm. at, let's see, the name of the show. I can't remember the show off the top. Oh, the uh, Ring of Honor Best in the World in Baltimore, uh, Friday, June 9th. It will be a triple threat match. It'll be Dalton Castle, the Ring of Honor World mm-hmm. Champion, defending against Cody and Marty Scroll. Nice. So uh, if Cody wins that match, he'll be the Ring of Honor World t- uh, World Champion. Uh, isn't Nick Aldis supposed to be defending that title, though? At some point, the NWA World Title. Yeah, he's on his Aldis World Tour, so like every weekend, he's fighting somebody. Oh, okay, for it. well, but um, so I I expect Aldis to have that belt on September first. I hope that Cody has the Ring of Honor World Title on the first to make this match that much bigger because you know with the hype this mat this event is getting this match, uh, you got to pull out all the stops. You know, mm-hmm. Ring of Honor World Title for the NWA World Title. I don't even know if that's ever been done before. I know. I so this is you know. This is some historic things that are happening. And then, you know, you sold out a 10,000-seat arena in under 30 minutes. The uh, first time in 20 years somebody other than Vince McMahon has done that. So it's just a lot of great things happening. And then you have all these great wrestlers who are going to be there. Okada, Omega. You got Stephen Amell is going to be there. You know, the Young Bucks are going to be there, Mm -hmm. obviously helping Cody put on the show. The the lineup should be fantastic. And uh, that's obviously something we're looking forward to seeing Going forward in the next couple of months, you know, what are the matches going to be? Who's Omega going to fight? Who's Okada going to fight? Are they going to fight each other? Or is there going to be a fifth match between these guys at this show? You know, who's fighting who? So, uh, Rey Mysterio is going to be all in. Who's he going to be fighting? Uh, I'm really looking forward to uh, all in. And 
Go ahead. You got something? Oh, no. I was just saying that, you know, last week we had said, you know, is there a possibility that CM Punk is going to wrestle? And, oh, yeah. Uh, he was quoted backstage as saying, uh, if you got a ticket to this show, you're going to see one of the best shows ever put on in a wrestling forum. You know, and I hope uh, even if CM Punk shows up and doesn't wrestle, if he shows up just to be there, makes an appearance, even had to have some sort of run in, man, that would be just, mm-hmm. oh, it would be so. So awesome, yeah. but uh, you know, obviously, it's uh, going to take place in Chicago at uh, I can't remember the name of the stadium, but it's in the, the ten thousand seat stadium. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone's asking where's it going to stream. Well, Cody Rhodes uh, has somewhat of an answer, I guess, so far here, and I had it up. And let's see, where's it at right here? Okay, so this is what Cody says um, about streaming all in. I don't know, but I'm going to do my damnedest to give people who couldn't get tickets an opportunity. To see it. And, you know, we talked a little bit about this before we started recording the podcast, but you have to stream this. There's no way that this event shouldn't be streamed because I'm I'm guarantee you that there's at least one streaming service that is trying to knock down your door right now to at stream this. At least one? At least one. That's Come all you on. need is one. No, there's more than one. That's what I'm saying, at least one. So that's in the, cause I'm saying at least one because that's all it takes is you need one streaming service to stream this event. And, and again, I'm sure there's multiple. I, I'm willing to bet the house that there's multiple streaming services knocking down the door to try and get this event streamed on their service. So As soon as they got the tweet on it sold out in 30 minutes... I'm pretty sure YouTube, Twitch, Fight, uh, I don't even know who else, Amazon, they were all, uh, Mr. Cody Rhodes? Yeah. Cody? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were so. knocking on this dude's door. And, and you know, obviously, if you think who's got the biggest money to throw around and YouTube is starting to get like some huge stars come on their platform like Kevin Hart um with a new series and stuff like that Uh they're looking to make splashes in every different type of way yep dude this would be huge to have it streamed free on youtube obviously they could get ad revenue from the ads showing at the beginning of the show yeah and youtube probably paying them a few hundred thousand dollars to put it on their uh, put it on their platform Mm -hmm. come on man yeah um definitely you know, it doesn't matter where they stream it. The fans are going to go. And then Amazon bought Twitch, right? I'm not sure. I think they did. So you got Amazon money behind Twitch. Yeah. Um, God, I don't know, man. They're sitting in the catbird seat, dude. Yeah, they, um, they're sitting pretty right now. So, you know, with all this hype that is uh, going into this event, I just hope that. Because, you know, me and you, we've talked about how Nick Aldis, Nick Aldis versus Cody it kind of does something for us in a way, but then again, it kind of doesn't because Nick Aldis, well, he's certainly no Kenny Omega. He's certainly, oh. no, you know, he's no... He's Kazuch the gum Gokata. on the bottom of Kenny Omega's shoe. Yeah, so how good... Can, this match has the potential to be great. Um, obviously, when you got guys like Omega, Okada, Mysterio Jr., the Young Bucks, um, and, of course, Stephen Amell's not, you know, uh, you know, not, not a professional wrestler, but... You know, you got these guys who we know what they can do on, on the big stage. So, like I said, it's still there's still a lot that's going to be determined as far as who's going to fight who, what's going to happen. Are there any more titles that are going to be on the line? You know, right now it's possible Ring of Honor world title versus for the NWA world title, title for title. So, 
that's going to be you know, absolutely epic. I wish they could have found a better opponent for Cody, but you know we'll take what we got. Well, I do like the dual promotion of it all. Yeah, I like them bringing in the NWA in there um, because even though, like I've said before, I don't agree with him being their champion. I still wish the best for the NWA, so I'm glad they're getting some shine and some rub off of this too. Oh, yeah. Um, and then, who knows, if Cody becomes the NWA heavyweight champion of the world, you're thrusted into the world's view now. Oh, yeah. Like, you are legit now. You have a legit champion. Like, like imagine that belt showing up on Ring of Honor New television, Japan. New Japan television. I mean, I, that would be absolutely incredible. Yeah. So, um only you know you, it can only be good exposure for yes. the NWA. So yes, Looking great move, Billy Corgan. Absolutely. Let's dive in now to the next uh, subject uh, going on right now in New Japan is the best of the Super Juniors right now. They're about halfway through, but right now, uh, for those of you who I'm sure a lot of you probably familiar with the best of the Super Juniors, but I'm going to go down the format here real quick because I just kind of learned about the format. But it's you know like they do other. Um, it's the same way they do some of these other formats as well. You got block A and you got block B. You got, let's see, six. Mm, you got eight people in a block. They all face off against each other. You get mm-hmm. points. Uh, block A, right? Okay, these are the standings right now for block A. Flip Gordon and Tiger Mask, the fourth, are uh, tied at six points. Uh, Kanamaru, ACH, Ishimori, and Osprey are all tied at four points, and then Yo and Bushi each have two points. Shout at, out to ACH. He's from Texas. Yes, and they uh, that rounds out Block A. Block B, Dragon Lee leads the way with six points. Uh, Chris Saban, El Desperado, Takahashi, Kushida, Marty Skrull, and Sho all tied with four, and you have Taguchi down there uh, with two points. So uh, looking you know, at the... You know, right now you have Flip Gordon, Tiger Mask tied at six, but right now Flip Gordon does own the tiebreaker. I would, I would believe, because he did beat Tiger Mask the fourth already in a match. So, but Tiger Mask the fourth has won every other match, and uh, Gordon has actually lost to ACH, your, your boy mm-hmm. from Texas. So, and ACH still has a chance here. Now, what um, I think what Cruz was saying in the 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 chat here is that he thinks it's going to be who is uh, Ishimori, that wins. And maybe Ishimori, they win. And Bring, I think, was agreeing with him, too, because he was saying him and Bring were thinking this, that Ishimori wins the best of the Super Juniors and goes on to challenge Will Ospreay at Dominion June 9th for the uh, IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. Now, still, obviously, it's, I mean, it's anybody's game here because let's look at Flip Gordon. He still has to take on Bushi, Will Ospreay, and Yo. So, you know, he's still... That's three more matches. There's still three matches, I think, for everybody. Why is Osprey in the tournament if he's already the champion? Well, I, th- I think this is the thing. I don't think the let's see. I, that, now that's that that I can't explain, but because I don't think the winner of the Super Juniors automatically gets a title shot. But you win the Super Juniors, then you can say, "All right, I just won the Super Juniors." Yeah. Well, Osprey, I'm challenging you for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Title, and you know, I mean, it, it makes sense to yeah. me. So. Um, now that that's not to say he's going to win. Obviously, he's not even in, you know leading the standings right now. You have Flip Gordon, Tiger Mask, the fourth, both top block A, and Dragon Lee top block B. But I tell you what, um, I, I like I like the way they do these things. These formats with block A and block B. It's just really yeah. cool. You have all these 
you know, these guys, I'm sure all these guys put on great matches. I haven't watched any of these matches because I just don't have access to the New Japan thing. But um, it, you know, they each each still has three um, three matches to go. So uh, that's just the update right now that we have uh, so far through uh, today's May tw- May twenty eighth. A week from now is when they're going to have the uh, winners of Block A and Block B go at it head to head. So right now that would be Flip Gordon and Dragon Lee, but obviously yeah. that could change between now and then. Do you have Mark Cuban's TV channel? Mark Cuban? Yeah, his sports channel. I don't think I do now. Okay, they replay uh, New Japan on there all the time. Oh, really? Yeah. Wait, is that Access TV? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I do have. Yeah. I, well, you said you should have said Access TV. Well, I didn't know. I didn't know. I, well, I didn't know it was Mark Cuban's channel. I, I think that is. Oh yeah. I, every now and again, I'll watch New Japan on on Access TV. It plays yeah. on like Friday nights though. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of a time where I'm not really at home watching TV. Right. So, but yeah, that's uh, the update for the Super Juniors, and we mentioned Dominion. That's coming up right after the Super Juniors. So, you know, we talked about the, uh, you know, the, the card for Super Junior. I mean, not Super Juniors, uh, Dominion. Excuse me, coming up on June the 9th. Of course, Rey Mysterio Jr. set for action according to the New Japan Pro Wrestling website. Still don't know who his opponent is going to be. Somebody mentioned Osprey, but then you know we brought up the idea of. Um, maybe whoever wins, if it's Ishimura or whoever, Flip Gordon, Dragon Lee, type, whoever, you know, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Maybe they challenge Will Ospreay for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight title because that would be another mat, another great match added to what is already a stacked card that is rivaling Wrestle Kingdom, in my opinion. you got Rey Mysterio Jr. set for action, which we're hoping it's versus Jushin Thunder Liger. We were mm-hmm. supposed to get that match at Strong Style Evolved back in March. We didn't get the match because of uh, Rey Mysterio's bicep injury, so maybe we get it. I don't know when we're going to find out, but yeah, be on the lookout. Lot, be on the lookout for that. And then you have the never open weight championship triple threat match. Hiroki uh, Goto will defend against Michael Elgin and Taichi. You have the IWGP Tag Team Championships. Uh, the Young Bucks, who used to be in the junior heavyweights uh, for the tag teams, now they're in the heavyweights. They get their shot at the IWGP Tag Team Championships against Evil and Sonata. And, of course, the IWGP Intercontinental Championship, Tetsuya Naito, will defend against the Ayatollah of Rock and Rolla, <laughs> yes. Chris Jericho, and then the match uh, that could very well be match of the year, no doubt. Two out of three falls, no time limits. Kazuchika Okada defending, uh, putting his 700-plus uh, day reign. I think it, I don't know if it's going to be 800. By the, no, I don't think it'll be 800 by the time he gets to uh, Dominion, but he's putting it all on the line over a two-year reign against Kenny Omega, uh, the guy who does have a, a victory over Okada, but it wasn't for the title. And in their three matches, they're one, one, and one. So yeah, this uh, match should come with complimentary baby wipes. Oh my lord! <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a tremendous match. Uh, I know th- Dave this Meltzer whole, will need it. This whole card is um, looking good. Just kind of want to you know just go over a little bit. Obviously, you know we talk about Liger as the the opponent. I mean, who else but Liger? I mean, I can't think of anybody. Yeah, I, I would hope so because I mean, obviously they couldn't pay that off on the pay per view where Ray got hurt. Uh, a lot of people wanted to see it. Mm-hmm. A lot of people were getting pumped up. Yeah, let's do it. And now Cruz also had mentioned earlier to us in the chat. Um, Let's see what it says here. Same as the, uh, this is what uh, Cruz says. Same as the G one. The champ is in the tourney. Okay, so the G one special. You get the champion in the tournament as well. So, um, but you have this. Uh, I just lost my train of thought here for a second. Um, hmm. Oh, you were talking about Dominion. Uh, the reason th- this this could kind of tell you maybe give it away that Jushin Thunder Liger is going to face Rey Mysterio. Cruz said how Jushin Thunder Liger is not in the best of the Super Juniors. Mm. So. 
maybe it's because he's scheduled to, to fight Rey Mysterio. So right. either way, I'm okay with that. I'm looking forward to that. And then you have the Never Openweight Championship three-way match. Uh, Goto, Michael Elgin, Taichi. Uh, 60-minute time limit should be a great match. The Young Bucks. I'm not sure if the Young Bucks ever won a IWGP Heavyweight Tag Team Championship before. I think they've always been junior heavyweight tag team champions. So I think they'll be going for their first ever heavyweight tag team championship there against uh, Evil and Sonata. And, of course, Chris Jericho coming back, making somewhat of a surprise return because, you know, he attacked Naito the night after Wrestle Kingdom at the, uh, their New Year. I forgot the name of that show, the New Year's show, whatever that they had. Mm-hmm. And Chris Jericho attacked Naito. And then we, had, we never saw Chris Jericho until a few weeks ago. We saw him, obviously, show up. New Year's Dash. I knew uh, I was waiting for Cruz to, to tell me what it was. New Year's Dash when Jericho attacked Naito. We hadn't seen him since. Even Jericho came out and says, I'm done with New Japan. Yeah. He showed up at the Greatest Royal Rumble. Um, and he also showed up at Raw 25 back in January as well. So, you know, we had no clue. But of course, he did have his uh, tour with Fozzie uh, the last couple of months. But Jericho is back. He will be fighting Tetsuya Naito for the Intercontinental Championship. I don't expect Jericho to uh, to to win that, but it's cool to see because Jericho, man, some of his best work now it's at he's doing it in, in New Japan. So Most definitely, and that's the beautiful thing about New Japan. Jericho is taking full advantage of the fact that you can cuss, flip off the your opponent. Yep, you know it's it, it's really great stuff from Chris Jericho in New Japan. And then of course, two out of three falls, Omega Okada, no time limit, IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Um, you know, a lot of talk. Since Okada won the belt, and you know he's been with this long reign, like who's gonna, you know, dethrone Okada? There's only one man that should be doing it, and it's the man he's gonna face June 9th at Dominion, yeah, in Kenny Omega. And if for some reason Okada wins this, I'll be okay with it. But man, Okada is gonna have to, Okada's gonna be holding that belt for a long time because there's nobody else, in my opinion, that you can have go over <laughs> on Okada other than Kenny Omega. Mm-hmm. That's just my opinion. Yeah. What you think? No, no. I totally agree with that. You look at their roster and you think to yourself, if Kenny Omega can't do it, this guy's going to be the champ until he dies. And, I mean, nobody deserves it more than Kenny Omega, in my opinion. The dude puts on just premier matches left and right. I mean, just the three matches he's had with this one guy. Yeah. Okada. I mean... Unbelievable, and I expect this match to be a nothing short of absolutely, no pun intended to AJ Styles, but phenomenal is what <laughs> this match is going to be. So that's happening on June 9th. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'll probably be it's about 4 a.m., I suppose, in, in America. So um, I'm going to get with Brink and Cruz. I'm going to try to watch it with them. Maybe, uh, I don't know if they're going to want to watch it live. And But Cruz said he'd be okay with watching that match twice, I'm sure. <laughs> so, But uh, that's going down June 9th. A week later... A big weekend for WWE. Um, we're going to start. We'll dive into it. Talk about NXT TakeOver Chicago. Now, let me pull yes. up. Uh, I don't know. Let's see. NXT TakeOver Chicago 2018. Let me look this up because, okay, they have. Okay, good. We have some matches up on the on the page now. So, this is uh, obviously the night before Money in the Bank. This one is, uh, is going to be interesting. You have the Undisputed Era. Uh, taking on, uh, oh, I don't even know, Danny Birch and One Lorkin. Yeah, Oni. Oni Lorkin, that's how you say it. Okay, uh, 
even these American names. Are, nah. Of course, I don't even know if he's is he from. Yeah, he's, a, he's, a, he's an American professional wrestler. The Undisputed Era uh, will take on uh, Oni Lorkin and uh, Danny Birch for the NXT Tag Team Championships. Alistair Black take it on Lars Sullivan for the NXT Championship. Um, another Gar- Gargano Champa match, mm. uh, street fight this time. Oh my god! Which, uh, I mean, this is it's going to be the 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 same exact. I say the same exact. It'll be a very very similar yeah. to that match they had in New Orleans. Man, get the and baby that, wipes ready for this one too. Yeah, that's going to be unbelievable. Now, this match is the one I'm looking forward to the most. Okay, Ricochet versus the Velveteen Dream. Oh my singles god! Match. Holy smokes! Can that now that match? has potential to go five stars. Now, let's keep in mind, there's been two NXT TakeOver events this year, three five-star matches, just saying. Yeah. And Ricochet and Velveteen Dream, Johnny Gargano, Ciampa, they were in, you know, in one at least one of those matches. Gargano yeah. had, was in two of those three matches. So, um, that's so far. I don't know if that's the only matches. They might add one more. They usually have five matches about mm-hmm. at these NXT TakeOver events, but the NXT title on the line, I think Aleister Black probably, obviously, uh, you know, will retain. He's uh, the top, their top guy right now <laughs> in NXT. The Undisputed Era, well, this, here's the thing, because we're going to dive into it, because coming up a couple of days later, um, you know, I was thinking maybe that they're going to defend their belts again at the UK tournament, but I don't think that they will, now that I think about it, but... We're going to dive into that. So that's the updated card for um, NXT TakeOver Chicago. Going over to the next night, you have Money in the Bank from Chicago, or I guess in this case, Rosemont, Illinois is what it says here. You have... Uh, now, this is going to be a very interesting card here. Obviously, you have your two Money in the Bank contract matches, one for the women and one for the men. It would as appear, because there were rumors that there was going to be a tag team championship Money in the Bank ladder match, but it doesn't look like that's going to happen. Uh, the women's match, it'll be Ember Moon versus Charlotte Flair versus Alexa Bliss versus Becky Lynch versus Natalia versus Lana versus Naomi versus To Be Determined. They're going to have a Raw Gauntlet winner tonight. The winner of that will be the final person in the match. And then you have the men's match, Braun Strowman versus Finn Balor versus The Miz versus Rusev versus Bobby Roode versus Kevin Owens versus one of the members of the New Day, which I expected to be Big E, mm-hmm. versus either Daniel Bryan or Samoa Joe, who will have their qualifying match tomorrow night on SmackDown Live. Styles Nakamura 4 for the WWE Championship in a last-man-standing match. Hopefully they don't tear each other's nuts up again. Nia Jax will defend the Raw Women's Championship against Rowdy Ronda Rousey. That'll That's certainly going to be something to keep an eye on there. Carmella versus Asuka. Not sure how that's going to go. Uh, this is a random singles match, in my opinion. Uh, this is going to be one. Please don't put this on last. Roman Reigns versus Jinder Mahal. Oh God, uh, man! That I, the the thing to watch in that match is going to be how the crowd reacts to it because the crowd legitimately. What do you think the crowd is going to react? Come well, on. Well, this is the thing. You know, like if you're going to try and put Roman Reigns up against somebody who's also hated, might as well be Jinder Mahal because let's face it, as far as wrestling ability, Roman Reigns is miles ahead of Jinder Mahal, but. I don't know. The, it, I would not be surprised if Chicago went nuts for Jinder Mahal just just to do it, just to boo Roman Reigns. But yeah, but we'll guess we'll see. And then the SmackDown Tag Team Championships will be on the line. The Bludgeon Brothers taking on uh, Gallows and Anderson, the Good Brothers, mm-hmm. getting a tag team title shot at Money in the Bank. So that's what they have so far. Um, they might add some more matches. So 
Uh, still, you know, obviously our preview show is going to be coming up in a couple of weeks where we're going to fill yeah. the scorecards for both NXT TakeOver Chicago and uh, Money in the Bank. So that'll be fun uh, coming up in just a, a few weeks, I believe it is. That'll be about June 15th. We do that show on that Friday, I think. I'll, I'll get Elijah to shine up the belt for y'all. Yeah, get, get Elijah to shine up that belt because it's, it's, it's all now. I know Brinkman, man, he's ready to get it back. So <laughs> No chance in hell! But anyway, so that's the updated card for money in the bank, um, we'll obviously talk more about that in the yeah. upcoming weeks. And then the next night, you have—I'm really excited about this. This is—I'm uh, really looking forward to this. The United Kingdom Championship Tournament, which is uh, an upcoming two-day uh, pro wrestling event. Uh, the tournament is promoted. You know, obviously WWE's putting it on. That will air exclusively on the WWE Network. It'll take place June 18th and 19th in London, England, and. Um, it will also include the second uh, UK Championship tournament, and uh, now here's I'm trying to get this all, you know, down pat how this is going to go. They have the tournament bracket up, so this is the tournament bracket. The first round will be June 8th through the 10th at the Download Festival. I'm not sure where the Download Festival is. I'm assuming <laughs> it's in the UK somewhere. But uh, here's the here, here are the first round matches. You got Gentleman Jack Gallagher versus Drew Gulak, Ashton Smith versus Joseph Connors. Flash Morgan Webster versus James Drake. I've never heard of half of these people, by the way. The only two people I've heard of are Jack Gallagher and Drew Gulak. Kenny Williams taking on Dave uh, Mastiff. Uh, Ligerio, or Ligero, I guess how you say it, versus uh, Travis Banks. Zach Gibson taking on Amir Johnson. Tucker taking on Joe Coffey. And uh, Jordan Devlin taking on Tyson T-Bone in the first round. That'll be June 8th through the 10th. And the uh, the quarterfinals, semifinals, and the finals will all be on June 18th, all in one day. So you have the quarterfinals, semifinals, and finals all in one day, which I am assuming is going to be on the uh, the June 18th broadcast mm-hmm. on the WWE Network. And then you have also that June 18th, it's a British strong style. Pete Dunne, Trent Seven, and Tyler Bate versus the Undisputed Era, Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, and Roderick Strong. That's going to be an awesome six-man yeah, tag dude. match. And then there's also going to be a fatal four-way match to determine the number one contender to the NXT Women's Championship. Isla Dawn versus Jenny versus Killer Kelly versus Tony Storm. That should be interesting as well. And then June 19th is the culmination of it all. You have Pete Dunne defending his United Kingdom Championship against the winner of the United Kingdom Championship Tournament. Adam Cole will defend the NXT North American Championship against an opponent to be determined. Mm. Shayna Baszler will take on the winner of the fatal four-way match that will happen the day before for the NXT Women's Championship. Here it is. Uh, The Undisputed Era will defend the NXT Tag Team Championships for the second time in three days, or in four four days, uh, to be determined. Not sure yet. Also, there's a tag team match. Aleister Black and Ricochet will take on EC3 and the Velveteen Dream. Wow. So that'll be... Um, so those two days right there are looking really good. Yeah. Uh, as far as the tournament, the matches they have, uh, the belt. There'll be four belts on the line uh, June 19th. It should be a really cool... You know, right after NXT TakeOver Chicago, too, you know? So yeah. they, some of these guys got to get on a plane, go right over to England, and boom, you know, mm-hmm. get it, do it all over again. So... Uh, definitely, I'm really looking forward to that event. I'm really looking forward to see who's going to come out of this bracket because, like I said, I'm being honest, I've, I've heard of two people, Jack Gallagher and Drew Gulak, obviously because they wrestle in WWE. Uh, Gulak is the only American in that tournament, 
most of them got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine Englishmen in that mm-hmm. tournament out of the sixteen. One of them's only, I guess, half English because uh, Travis Banks is Australian. Yeah, Travis. Where's Travis? Yeah, Travis Banks is Australian. Uh, Amir Johnson. It has the English England flag and also the Pakistan flag. So I guess he's half and half. Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, Flash Morgan Webster, who is from Wales. And then you have uh, Kenny Williams from Scotland. Uh, who else? Yeah, and Joe Coffey also from Scotland. You got Jordan Devlin from Ireland. So you got some some English, uh, European, you know, and you got one Middle Eastern in there. Um, but uh, obviously a, an array of talent in there. And then one American, Drew Gulak, which, you know, for the U.K. tournament, I wouldn't put – I don't know why they put Gulak in there, but yeah, uh, I think he's going to lose the gentleman Jack. I, I would like to see Jack Gallagher win the whole thing and take on – um, Pete Dunn for the yeah, but the there, title. there's some dudes in there that are straight monsters. Oh yeah, like um, I know some of those names from Progressive and from Defiant Wrestling over in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, if you haven't seen any matches with Defiant and with uh, pro- especially Progressive, look it up on YouTube. Uh, excellent promotions over in the UK. Mm-hmm. Now, Cruz put. Put gag on uh, now, Cruz. What were you referring to when you put gag? Because I only checked back on the Discord for so many times, but uh, he is Adam Cole mark out, so he's you know, Adam Cole baby. <laughs> baby. So yes, Adam Cole baby will be defending his um, North America. He actually also defended his North American Championship, I believe, like last week or something. Retained. I can't remember who he defended it against, but I do remember seeing a photo, I think, on his Instagram or. Something along those lines, but yeah, the UK Tournament Championship, uh, UK tr- Championship Tournament that is coming up June eighteenth, and then the uh, June nineteenth it'll be certainly uh, Pete Dunn taking on the winner of the tournament, now, defending his belt. Uh, here on YouTube, Marcus is saying with Money in the Bank, husband and wife win Money in the Bank, they cash in and win both championships. Husband and wife, yeah. Rusev and Lana. Oh well, that would be a, that's an interesting thing right there because, like I said, the Rusev Day thing is so over right now. It's SmackDown, and like I think even Lana is getting over because of it. Well, because she's hot. Well, I mean, she is. She was always hot. Let's be real here. Uh, but by the way, did you see? I don't. I don't know if you watched SmackDown this past week or at least saw a clip of this. You know. Aiden English came out and, you know, introduced Lana, which I don't know if it, that had been done before. I hadn't seen it happen before personally, but um, Lana comes out and then she, like, starts doing this little dance. Yeah. Dude, like, I, I don't even know what this dance was, but it was something I did not expect Lana to do. Um, I have to show you after the podcast, but for anybody who... Um, did you not approve of this dance? No, I approved of it. It was, oh, just, yeah. it was just so unexpected. <laughs> it was like... It was like she did this thing with her arms, and it was kind of—I don't know—like it was. So it was cheesy. It was a little cheesy, oh, but no. it was kind of like cheesy, but in a good way. I was like, I kind of like you know, it's like it just like she kind of came out there, just kind of letting loose a little bit. Came you out know? of her shell a little bit. Yeah, she came out of her shell a little bit in a way, and it was kind of like I was like, I kind of wanted to see more of it. You know, maybe t- turn around and start twerking a little bit too. That well, maybe nice. maybe they're gonna drop the Russian gimmick. I don't know. No, I, I think because. She's still the ravishing Russian yeah. Lana, so they're not going to drop that, but she does do a great Russian accent because that is not her real accent, folks. For those of you who may or may not be wondering, 
that's not her real accent. She is all. I'm pretty sure she's, she's all American. When, when she came here to Lake Charles, she was like, "I don't know why they brought me to this podunk village." <laughs> well, you call Lake Charles? Well, Cruz said it was the Rains Mahal thing that got the gag. Oh so, God, yeah, yes, we, we please. And I mean, like, said, and I think in re- in reference to Lana's dancing, he said no one knows what it was, but it's proactive, gets the people going. You right. Know? It, when I saw it, it was. I was a little bit, you know, I mean, obviously it's Lana. If it was somebody else, like, I don't know, you know, like if Aiden English would have done it, I would have been like, what the hell? Like, yeah, since yeah, it yeah. was Lana, when you look good, it don't matter, like, you know, if you even got a little bit of rhythm in that dancing, which I think she's a pretty good dancer from what I know. I think she's, you know, I want to say she's been a dancer before, maybe. I can't remember, but. Well, I think when you're hot, you usually have some skills dancing. Yeah. Like I said, it doesn't matter. Like if you're when you're that hot, you can move around any way you want, and it's yeah, still somebody's going to think somehow. it's awesome. So, but uh, with that being said, let's jump now to the rumor mill. You have something in the rumor mill. <clears throat> yes. Speaking of Lana, so apparently Lana's getting some extra training at WWE's Performance Center in preparation for working uh, for next month's Money in the Bank ladder match, according to PW Insider. So could this be in preparation for her winning it? Or is it just because she sucks as an in-ring performer? Uh, I'm thinking more of the latter. Of the <laughs> but, I mean, I don't know. Right now, you need to give that, that briefcase to Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch needs that briefcase. Uh, is well, that just because you're a Becky Lynch mark? She's good, okay? Look, I, I've, I've probably said this before, but I'll say it again. Anybody who remembers the triple threat women's championship match at WrestleMania 32, I remember Becky Lynch looking the best in that match. On that stage, for that belt, in a triple threat with Sasha and Charlotte. So in my opinion, (laughs) Becky looked the best in that match. And ever since then, she hasn't really been in the championship spotlight. She's never even held the belt. So It's time. It's time to put this briefcase in her hands because... And she's, in my opinion, she's over with the crowd. She has a lot of fans, and she's just so likable. There's nothing you you can't like about Becky Lynch. Mm -hmm. And it's, in my opinion, it's time for her. She's earned it. She deserves to have a title run. And even this, she doesn't even, like in my opinion, she doesn't even need the Money in the Bank briefcase, but she deserves it, if, if, you know, that makes sense. She, She doesn't need it, but she deserves it. Yeah. Right That's on. just my thoughts on, on Becky Lynch. But you never, I don't know. There's going to be eight women in this match. Who knows who could win it? I could see maybe, you know, kind of coming out of the back door and Ember Moon winning the, the Money in the Bra- uh, Bank briefcase. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Alexa's going to win. I don't think Charlotte's going to win. Uh, you know, Lana's kind of another backdoor winner. Um, and, and looking at the, the Raw gauntlet tonight, real quick, let me pull that up. I think. Uh, the consensus, here we go, raw preview. Here we go, I want, I want, I want the gauntlet. Here we go. So this is the the women in the gauntlet, it looks like. Bailey, Liv Morgan, Ruby Riot, Sasha Banks, Sarah Logan, Mickey James, and Dana Brooke. So a lot of people, I think, are on the Ruby Riot bandwagon when it comes to her getting in this match. And who knows, Ruby Riot could She is the leader of the Riot squad. She has her little faction going on there on Raw. Um, I could see Sasha. I could see Bailey. Um, I don't even think Sasha and Bailey have really had a true one-on-one big-time match to really settle their differences yet. Right. 
Uh, I'm not sure if they're going to go in that direction. Uh, I don't think Dana, it's not going to be Dana. I don't think Mickey's going to, of course, Mickey could be one of those backdoor people that come in too. No, nah, she's th- too old. Well, she could still go and, I mean, she's a veteran, so, but she's she's had her time and, um, dang, that picture right there, I'm looking at, she still looks good. <laughs> God but, bless you, Mickey. Um, right uh, now, your music I, video still sucks. But right now, I think it's either Ruby Riot or maybe Sasha Banks, but I think Sasha and Bailey, they're gonna, they're still trying to. I don't know what I don't know what they're doing with Sasha and Bailey, but they need to have a culmination of that feud soon. Um, but a lot of people jump on the Ruby Riot bandwagon to for her to get into this Money in the Bank. Yeah, I like match. Ruby Riot. Now looking at the the men's match here real quick because uh, we just went over the women's. Uh, you have Braun Strowman, who a lot of people think could be the favorite to win this oh, match. Come on, he should be, but. Don't be surprised if uh, The Miz wins this match. The Miz could, because I think The Miz has only held the WWE title once, maybe twice, if that. He's only held the title once, the WWE title once. He's held the Intercontinental title, what, nine, ten times now? Mm-hmm. Um, because I was I was reading some rumors, and this may be a spoiler, but you know, obviously The Miz and Daniel Bryan are going to feud at some point, and I think WWE officials want the WWE Championship involved in that feud which I'm okay with that. But for that to happen, I think they're going to have Miz win the Money in the Bank briefcase and then maybe cash it in on AJ or maybe Nakamura if Nakamura wins. Who knows? So Would he then hit them in the balls? Who? The Miz? Or? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the Miz is the top heel in the company right now. So, well, him and Nakamura. But <laughs> they continue the, the thrashing of the nuts. But that, that's what heels do. You know, they do stuff like that. So... I could see the Miz winning, um, maybe Kevin Owens. I don't know. Also, we talked about the possible push they want to give Big E. Big E's one of those backdoor guys that could could win it. Um, <laughs> you see, he's one of those backdoor guys. Yeah, one of the guys. That just got, yeah, he come through the back door. And he's oh winning, God! Man. <laughs> you're just you're just giving it to him. Yeah, I mean, what you mean? Am I, what you mean? I'm giving it to him. You keep calling him a backdoor guy. That's because these guys are in. in it's, I guess I'm using it as an analogy. They're coming through the back door. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know I know what you're thinking right now, but that's just the analogy I'm oh using. Oh, my God. They come out of nowhere and win the match. You know, it's people that they don't really through expect to win, but they, I mean, it's, it's an analogy. It's, a, it's, a, it's an expression. I mean, come oh, on now. Oh, man. You're over there with your dirty thoughts. It's funny. Hey, from YouTube, Marcus says that um, Becky Lynch was the first SmackDown women's champ. Oh, that's true. She was. Okay, so. Uh, where, where's I going with this? Um, I wanted to say something about... Uh, I don't think that title reign lasted that long, though. Uh, Certainly not long enough for me to remember it off top. It was about the money in the bank. I can't remember now. But, yeah. The backdoor comment got me... Uh, <laughs> the backdoor off, comment. Off kilter here. But, yeah. Um, and then, obviously, either Daniel Bryan or Samoa Joe. Um, mm-hmm. One of those two... So many I options. don't. I, I think it's going to be Samoa Joe. I think Samoa Joe will be. And everybody's talking about this match on Tuesday: Daniel Bryan versus Samoa Joe. Their pay per view stop pay per view caliber match is going to happen on SmackDown Live tomorrow night. So I'll probably try and watch that Daniel Bryan versus Samoa Joe tomorrow night. I think that might be the first time ever that has happened on WWE television. Um, so looking forward to that match. I think Samoa Joe wins that match, and uh, Samoa Joe's another guy. I think. Could very well win the Money in the Bank briefcase. Imagine Samoa Joe winning the the Money in the Bank briefcase, and he cashes in on AJ Styles. Samoa yeah. Joe versus AJ Styles. I mean, come on, man. That's yeah. uh, 
you know, SmackDown, we talked about them signing the deal with Fox. They have so much at their fingertips right now that they could do as far as the <laughs> WWE title picture is concerned. Now, the one thing that I'm not sure of yet, let's say Braun Strowman wins. Can he only cash in in the Universal title, or can he go cash in on AJ? Uh, or, you know, if Samoa Joe wins, can he go cash in on Brock Lesnar, or does he have to cash in on AJ Styles? Same thing with the women. If Ember Moon wins, does she have to cash in on Nia Jax, or can she go cash in on Carmella or an Oscar or somebody, you know, whoever has the belt? So I don't think that's been made clear yet, but I think that would be the wise thing to do. Allow the winner to go to either brand and cash in on whatever champion they want, whether it be the Universal or WWE champion or the Raw or SmackDown Women's champion. It doesn't matter. I think yeah. that's the the way they should go. But right now, that has not been really made clear as far as if they have to challenge the champion on their own brand or they can go to the other brand and challenge the other champion. So most likely, we'll probably see a roster shakeup when SmackDown moves oh, yeah. to Fox. Right after WrestleMania 35, it, it, the last couple of years, about... A week or two after, probably about eight days after WrestleMania, uh, that that second Raw after Mania is when they do the, the Superstar, that SmackDown and Raw, they do the Superstar shake-up. They've been doing yeah. that the past couple of years at least now. So they're going to they're going to definitely shake it up next uh, April after WrestleMania 35, no yeah. doubt. So I would imagine Braun, if he does win, he goes for the Universal. And then when, when the shake-up comes around, he probably won't have the title and he'll go to SmackDown. All I'm saying is Braun deserves that title, but man... When him and Brock get in the ring, just them two, it's not, I don't know, It's it just doesn't look good to me. Yeah. That's just me. But hopefully that can change if they get in the ring one more time. And Braun should destroy Brock. Yeah, yeah. Braun needs to destroy Brock because, let's face it, I'm, I'm, I think most wrestling fans are sick of the fact that Brock has that belt and he's only defending it once every three months. Mm-hmm. So I'm sick of it. Um, that belt needs to be on Braun Strowman or Finn Balor. Or hell, well, because have a Finn Balor versus a Bobby Roode for the for the Universal Title. Like, I don't know. They're just. I almost wish Brock would have just gone to UFC and said bye, and we could have and Roman have the belt and would have been would have defended it at Backlash. Would be defending it and Money in the Bank. So, that's just my opinion. Yeah, but obviously Vince thinks he's money. He's staying around. Apparently so, and. I mean, we're, we're going to keep watching, so yeah, I guess in a way he's right. So according to two sources that have told WrestlingNews.co, John Cena and Nikki Bella already have wedding plans, and the E-Execs are in the loop since it will all air during season four of the Total Bellas. Or, uh, uh, yeah, Total Bellas. Uh, I mean, it looks like we all got worked. Everyone thought it was so legitimate. Work, 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 work. And it almost at the time seemed... Like, damn, like a month before the wedding, like he broke up with her. And it all seemed legitimate because the rumors were that, you know, Nikki wants kids, John doesn't, John's always away, John's always doing this, John's never home. Um, you know, the, the the contract that Nikki has to sign, it just seemed like it, it, was, it was easy to believe yeah. because of everything that just goes on with that relationship and his line of work and, and, you know, what she wants with a family and what he doesn't want, which apparently now he doesn't want. So, because he went on the Today Show and... I don't know. It's uh, as far as I'm concerned, I'm over the whole John Cena Nikki Bella thing. Um, next time I see John Cena, I just want to see him wrestle, and that's it. I don't yeah. want to, you know. He, he got the thank God. He, and luckily, the WrestleMania proposal. I, you know what? I hope they do get married because the WrestleMania proposal 
will have all been for nothing if they happen to not get married. And you know what? As much as I disagree with how that storyline, although that storyline, the way they built that matchup, oh man, that was just Cena just buried the Miz. Yeah, dude, epic. It was epic, but the, the squash match, the proposal, and you know, please for the for the love of Christ, John Cena, <laughs> marry this girl so that way we're not looking back, you know, ten years from now at one of the stupidest WrestleMania segments of all time because maybe you didn't want to have kids and yeah. or whatever. But apparently, from what I'm getting, Nikki was supposedly broke things off with him. Right. So that's all the work. Tell you what, I was looking at. I was looking at some old photos of when WWE came to the Civic Center, I think last year that I took, and uh, Nikki Bella was there, and I took some photos of her. You got that close-up on her? Yes. <laughs> I mean, not, I know you did. Not, not, not a close-up from the backside, but a close-up like of, you know, you know. I mean, I, I tried to get some good shots. I'm going to bring my camera next weekend and get some, yeah, yeah. some good shots too, even though Nikki Bella won't be there. But I'm looking at these pictures I'm taking. Like, you got God, Bailey Cena, and like, Sasha Banks. No wonder Cena went all the way to San Diego to get that bag, man. It's... Good for you, John. Go go get her. Go get her and just marry her so that way we can stop hearing about it. Yeah, and okay, let's do a little role playing here. Uh, you're Nikki Bella, okay? Okay. Um, you know John's a cheater. He already cheated on his wife. You said you heard on a podcast that he's used to six, seven chicks at a time. Can Not you back che- in the single days though? That was that was on Howard Stern. Well, obviously, it doesn't matter to John Cena. He was mm-hmm. doing that when he was married to his first wife too. Yeah, but he's older now. I think he's no, 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 no. <laughs> Once a used car salesman, always a used car salesman. Hey, look, age will change a man, or you know, as you get older, you realize, okay, that was kind of stupid. Like, or if you're Nikki Bella, do you trust this dude? If John never actually cheated on Nikki, then yes. I don't know if he ever has, but if well, he... obviously he's not going to tell her. Well. I mean, I got I got to give him the benefit of the doubt. I mean, the dude, you know, if he comes and says I never cheated on Nikki Bella, okay, you never cheated on Nikki Bella. If nobody else is coming out to refute that, I got to believe the guy, you know. Yeah, I mean, but there's tons of ring rats that want to have another go with John Cena, if that so they're not going to say anything. If cheated on Nikki Bella, we would probably know. We would have known about it. No, come on, you know how the some of these women they sleep with John Cena and then they're going to come out looking for a payday. That's how, at least one, you know, if he's cheating on her, like we may think he is, somebody's going to come out looking for a payday. No, I'm pretty sure John Cena is the kind of cat. He's covering his bases. He's got them on tape saying they're down. He's got them signing a contract. Yeah, that's true. But I, that's the thing. I, like, But now, if that's the case, that's just too much work to even cheat. Like, <laughs> it's not even worth cheating if you're going to do all that. Wait, so. hold up, ladies. I'm going to need you to sign this right here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think John is, uh, I think he's just, I don't know. Do you think he's a changed man? I think he is. I don't think so. But I think he, I, you know, it's it's just tough with his line of work, you know, because he's always on the road. He's doing movies. He's wrestling. He's doing all this stuff. And the thing about Cena is he's going to retire from wrestling within the next five years, I think. He's going to retire, maybe come back, do some one-off stuff. But for the most part, even now, he's part-time. I mean, let's face it, he, it is what it is. I know 40. he probably... He probably doesn't like, you know, hearing that, but just face it, John, you're a part-time wrestler now. You've come in, you've, you know, done what you had to do to take the business to the next level. You've won championships, 16 championships, as a matter of fact. This doesn't include your your United States championships. And I guess, has Cena ever won the Intercontinental belt? I don't know if he's ever won the Intercontinental belt. Hmm, I have no idea. I'm about to look that up real quick. But, uh, 
Yeah, if 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 I'm Nikki Bella, I don't trust this dude as far as I can throw him. And then if he's going to make me sign a prenup, then why is it worth it? I'm not going to get any of his money when he cheats on me. Let's see championships and accomplishments. John Cena has never been the Intercontinental Champion. Huh. He's been World Heavyweight Champion three times, World Tag Team Champions twice, WWE Champion thirteen times, WWE Tag Team Champions twice with with the Miz and David Otunga. David Otunga. That's random as all hell. <laughs> then he was the World Tag Team Champions once with Batista and once with Shawn Michaels. So he's had four WWE Tag Team title reigns with four different guys. That's that's kind of insane right there. Five-time United States Champion. He's also won the Rumble twice. and He was Mr. Money in the Bank in uh, 2012. The first guy to ever cash in and lose it. That's a great tri- trivia question because I don't know if many people could answer who were his tag team partners that he won championships with. Yeah, he's been four... Yeah, four-time tag team champions, twice with the World Tag Team, team Championships and twice with the WWE Tag Team Championships and four different partners that he's won it with. Yeah. So, hey, that's John Cena for you. Interesting. But, but with that being said, um, I think we're pretty much done here. No, uh, I got another one. Oh, you got another one? Yeah. Oh, okay, go ahead. And this one may be the biggest one of all. <clears throat> According to Ringside News, sources are saying... WWE is open to the idea of selling the broadcast television rights. Are you ready for this? Uh huh. To WrestleMania. Really? Yes. So that would mean that WrestleMania would be on on broad- TV on broadcast TV. Yeah. Like for free? Like if you have a cable subscription? Yeah. Really? Right. Where are you read that at? Cage side seats. Yeah, KHI seats. Apparently, mm-hmm. ringside news say sources say WWE is open to the idea of selling the product. And why wouldn't they? If somebody's going to drop a billion on you, yeah, why wouldn't you? Yeah, because WrestleMania is a. Uh... And who knows? Even and television is so loose these days with people getting unplugged. What if that's Amazon Prime? What if that's you know YouTube Red? But the thing that would now what. If they're open to the idea, what, is, what does that say you think about the network? The fact that they're going to take their biggest event all ever, their mm-hmm. biggest event ever, and take it off their network, which, in my opinion, that network was a, a big reason. Like, WrestleMania is the biggest part of the network. Yeah. You know, so I think that could hurt the network big time. Oh, without a doubt. But... Like you said, they somebody could drop a billion dollars to yeah, somebody's broadcast gonna, yeah, WrestleMania. Somebody's going to throw a billion on you. You got to take it. I guess so, but I don't know what that would do to the network. You know, they put so much into the network four years ago when they launched it that I mean, I, the first like when they launched it, this that was the first pay per view, or I guess you could say not pay per view on the network was WrestleMania thirty. But even if they don't have WrestleMania, it's still a great deal. You got so much content on there, so Mm -hmm. many pay per views still that are airing there. And then you can always replay it on the network, I suppose. And then, yeah, I would think it would be there. That's the the interesting thing about it. You know, Raw is broadcast on the USA network, but they have to wait 30 days before they can put it on the network. So would that mean the same thing for WrestleMania? Because to me, if you're gonna do, if you're gonna go that route, you have to be able to put up WrestleMania immediately after it's done broadcasting. You have to have that video up on the network because somebody may have missed it. They want to go watch it the next morning, and, and they're gonna find it pirated on YouTube. Yep. <coughs> so that is like the the best. If they go that route, the best case scenario is they have it 
available immediately after the broadcast is over on TV on the network. Maybe not immediately, but within the hour after it's yeah. done, you have to have it ready on the and network. I don't think whoever, if someone does buy the broadcast television rights to WrestleMania, they won't mind that mm-hmm. because they've already made their money. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you can post it right after it's done. Hell yeah. Um, you, would you imagine Fox throwing down on that? That would all, that would, could, could be. It depends on their success of SmackDown. Mm-hmm. If they have some great success on SmackDown, they might say, hey, you know what? Let's take a chance. WrestleMania, because next year, WrestleMania is in New York or New, New Jersey, whatever you want to call it. So, I mean, it's the biggest TV market yep. in America, um, as far as New York goes, but, you know, can they? I don't know. I don't think I don't think it will be next year. Maybe WrestleMania thirty six. Maybe WrestleMania thirty five. I don't think they're gonna they're gonna have it on the network. In my opinion, that's just me. Yeah. But you know, supposedly the the big main event for next year, Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte. So mm-hmm. uh, that's the only match I think we've heard about possible for next year's WrestleMania. But I don't know. It's so so interesting. But <laughs> it's gonna be a. It's going to be interesting, but uh, I don't think they're going to sell the broadcast rights for WrestleMania. Mm. I don't know, man. Somebody starts shoving that money in your face, it'd be pretty hard to turn it down. But that's the thing about WrestleMania. Like, it, you know, the fact that SmackDown paid a billion dollars for Fox, or Fox paid a billion dollars for SmackDown, uh, you know, the, the price for WrestleMania, yeah. of course, that's over five years. Which, if you broadcast the next five WrestleManias, you yeah. better chunk up some, a little more than a billion dollars. Yeah, in my opinion. Oh yeah, it's the biggest spectacle in wrestling Absolutely. ever. Yeah, no doubt about that. So, yeah, certainly, uh, certainly another thing to keep an eye out on, uh, you know, in the future. So, you got anything else for rumor mill? <laughs> that is it, finite. Well, I have nothing left, at least for today. So, yeah. With that being said, uh, take us home, man. Yeah, we want to thank everybody that came on YouTube today. <laughs> Cruz was watching us on YouTube as well as listening on Discord at the same time. Oh, wow. <laughs> he said he, he said he was there. We want to thank Marcus. Everybody else who watched us on YouTube today, thank you so much. we got a few thumbs ups on there as well. So this is looking really good. Like We've already had some interaction on yep. our first YouTube live streams. So Absolutely. This is yeah. really, really cool. Awesome, man. We, we invite you guys and... You don't have to be a Patreon supporter to come and watch us live on YouTube. It's absolutely free for everyone. Come watch us on YouTube. Uh, Next time, I promise, I will try and fix my hair up a little bit. (laughs) I'm not used to being on camera. It's always just the microphones and just audio. No, that's the end look. Mm -hmm. That's the millennial look. The millennial look? Yeah. Like I just rolled out of bed? Exactly. Well, I guess. (laughs) And you got your Starbucks, too. Yeah, I drank it all, so... (laughs) <laughs> Got to go get ready for lunch now. You are knee deep in millennial right now. Uh, I'm not a millennial, FYI. I was born in 1991. That does not count as a millennial, even though I may have the habits of a millennial. <laughs> no, you're good. All right, yeah, yeah. It's been a blast. Averagemarks.com. Find us on your podcasting platform. If you use iTunes, make sure you give us a comment and a ranking so that we can get suggested to other iTunes users as well. A uh, big shout out to CastBox. Ever since we moved to CastBox as our main uh, hosting service. Mm-hmm. Our, our numbers have been great. And uh, subscribers, every day we're getting new subscribers. So CastBox, shout out. They have an amazing service. If you're looking, and this isn't a sponsor or anything like that. Uh, this isn't sponsored. But if you're looking <laughs> to, to... Bruce thinks it is. <laughs> sponsor. <laughs> CastBox. If you're looking 
for a podcasting platform, man, go go to Castbox and Cruz is the one who who got us in with the Castbox game. And big shout out to Cruz on that because Castbox has been amazing for us. Um, but yeah, iTunes, man, give us some love on there. Watch us here on YouTube every week. And yes, if you want to support us on Patreon, we got some really cool perks on there. Lowest um, entry level curtain jerker as we call it is one dollar a month and you get access to our discord server you can listen to the pre-show it gets pretty crazy in here when all the guys are in here before our pay-per-view oh, yeah. shows the uh, the conversations definitely get get real interesting sometimes off topic wrestling sometimes about the, the women of, of <laughs> wwe and you know how attractive they are so that makes it worth it right there right off the bat um and then plus we got a lot of extra stuff that we put on there um for our B-Show and above supporters, um, extra audio, extra video, stuff like that. So you really get your money's worth when you support our show through Patreon. So we'd love to have you on board so that you can get these extra perks. But, um, man, another great show in our hands. Looking forward into the future. We got some WWE superstars lined up for interviews. We're not going to tell you who it is. We want it to be a surprise, but believe you, believe you me, before we play them, we're going to start promoting them about a week before we play them, so you'll know mm-hmm. who it is. Yep. But just know, we got two or three WWE superstars on tap to be here on the show. One of them is an all-timer. Oh, yeah. He is part of the Anawai family. We'll leave it at that. Yep. I think I said that wrong. On Hawaii. I think that's it. On Hawaii. I guess. I don't know. Your your guess is as good as mine. I'm not good with those kind of names. Well, we better learn it before he gets on here. Absolutely. I hear if you uh, mispronounce their names, it's not good. Yeah, well. well, On Hawaii. It's part of the Anawaii family. Yeah, the big wrestling family. Yeah, so we're totally pumped for that. Um, Man, I'm lost for words now. I think I've said everything I need to say. You've said it all. You've done it all. That's how we're starting to Yeah. So there's only one thing left to do, Patrick. Outro. You've been listening to the Average Marks Podcast, a Lake Area Media LLC production. The views and opinions expressed in this show are those of Ryan Keith and Patrick Fry and are not affiliated with any wrestling promotion or company. Follow the Average Marks on Twitter and subscribe to us on iTunes. For all Average Marks links, news, and free podcasts, visit AverageMarks.com.